And we are back. I literally have not seen you in like six years. Oh, exactly. I got cheese poofs in my teeth. Sorry. Are you getting Are you getting more handsome by the second? That's what they say. They say you get old. As you get older, you get more and more handsome. Actually, we're both about to hit our primes. I think like 30 to 33 is like, that's like when you're peak handsome. I don't know. I feel like I was pretty peak handsome like three or four years ago. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you're, you were different. Like we're, we're probably three or four years ago, we were probably both thinner. So that helped. Yeah, I for sure. Yeah, I was like, you know, three or four years ago, I think, okay, that was like 40 pounds ago. But I feel like at least I'm way more confident now than I was three or four years ago. And confidence breathes attractiveness, you know? And I'm, we're not, like, neither one of us are, like, overweight. No. Know? So I think, I think we're doing okay. Is that, what is that, a Mickey? A Mickey Mouse goldfish. Oh, that's cool. I thought you were about to just have him, like, fuck. He put two, he put a goldfish <laughs> and a Mickey Mouse goldfish up, and I thought he was going to, like, have him hump. Like, whenever you, did you ever make gummy bears kiss? N- no. <laughs> <laughs> well, me neither. <laughs> Yeah, who the fuck would do that, noobs? Uh, anyways, hey, dude. What's up? Dude, I got just so much to talk to you about. Like, I feel like so much has happened in just, like, the last four days. Uh, so, as you know, we went to Mark and Leah's wedding, which, yep. rest in peace, I didn't get to see you. It was a bummer. Um, bummer. And so, you know that I was doing Leah's walk-up song, right? Yeah. Haven't seen a video so, of yet. So, well... Here's the thing. So going to the wedding, or like leading up to the wedding, the hour before, the DJ and I are doing a sound check, and my guitar's not working. My guitar broke. Uh-oh. Yeah. Acapella. So, <laughs> so I, I, I walk out into the like reception area, and like the groomsmen and the bridesmaids are there. And I'm like, guys, this is an emergency. I need a car. And they're all like, ah, Carmen, we know you. You're funny. And I was like, guys, this is no, like, this is an emergency. My guitar is not working. I need a car right now. I need to go to Guitar Center. So they're like, oh, we don't have cars. We're not from here. So the wedding coordinator was like, I got a car. Let's go. So we go to Guitar Center. It's like 10 minutes away. I walk in and I'm like, hey, I need to talk to your guitar tech. And they're like, plot twist, he's on vacation. Yeah. And I'm like, perfect. Of course he is. So I'm like, okay, just send me to the guitar section. I will buy a guitar. I'll return it tomorrow. And like, okay, it's right over there. So I go and I'm like picking out this guitar. Like I'm trying things out. And then the manager walks in and goes, hey, uh, I, I got an idea. Uh, and he's like, you could just rent this guitar for $40 a day. And I was like, why wasn't that the first thing you said to me when I walked in? Yeah. So, and I'm walking in like full suit. Like they see that I'm clearly at a wedding. Clearly something's going on. Yeah, and I even walked in, and I was like, all right, guys, got a wedding emergency. Who's going to help me? So, anyway, so I get the guitar. I go back. I try it. Wedding is saved, right? You saved it. Yes, wedding is saved. Uh, Podcast burp. So, and then also, on this trip, we went to PNC Park in Pittsburgh to see the Pirates versus the Mets. And it was Jess, myself, Michael, and Kelke. And Michael and Kelke had never been to a professional baseball game before. They'd never been to an MLB game. That doesn't surprise me, but go ahead. But it was, no, but it was fun because, like, we got to experience that with them. It was so cool. And so we're going through the game. We get to see the first pitch. We go to get a Italian sausage. 
Uh, nice. You will never in a, in a trillion years guess who I run into at this game. Someone we both know, clearly. My old manager at Rockham. What? Yes. My <laughs> old. Oh, my God. <laughs> the owner of Rockham Sox himself comes up and he's like, what are you doing here? And he's just yelling at me, so I don't know. I don't see anyone until I all of a sudden I see this seven foot man, uh, and he's like, "What are you doing here?" So we hug, we talk, and he sa- he sees that I'm wearing Rockham socks, and I was like, "Bro, never straight. It's all I wear." Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, so anyways, that yeah, so that was crazy. And then uh, so anyways, that. yeah, I know. Gun to my head, and the Lord says, "You'll never guess who you're gonna run into tonight." <laughs> One guess. If you're wrong, you're dead. Uh, and then, so anyways, we, we say, we stay to watch the seventh inning stretch so that Michael and Kelky can see that. And at this point, it's the Mets are winning six, nothing against the pirates. Okay. And Michael was, you know, saying, oh, like comebacks don't really happen in baseball. And I was like, yeah, not all the time. They're very rare. We get, we go home, we beat the traffic. Pirates won. And like, just. (laughs) <laughs> they, they 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 came back and they won nine to seven walk off grand slam bottom of the ninth. Oh, oh wow, that would have been fun to be be there. For that would have been so cool to be there. But like it's it's not bad. Like if I would have left early for a White Sox game, I would never have forgiven anyone. Right? <laughs> I don't think I've ever been to an exciting baseball game. Don't get me wrong, going to a baseball game is fun in itself. Like I enjoy the atmosphere and I was like going and yada yada yada. But they're always just like. Three to zero, or like just me something boring. I've never had that experience. So like a like a straight up ultimate comeback win, comeback win, no hitter, or just a dominant pitching performance. It's always just like yeah, the pitchers went into the fifth. They gave up two earned runs each. Uh, like, like and then very, baseball. Yeah, and then somebody dug down a sacrifice bunt. Uh, and yeah, it's just yeah. very very boring baseball games that I've been to. So I'd love no, to go to a that. game where it's just like an either a no hitter be fun to go to, um, or just a four run scored an inning, just nonstop merry go round around the bases. That would be that'd be baller. Yeah, that would also be dumb. Uh, dope. I don't know why I said dumb, <laughs> but I also that would also be stupid as fuck, Gabe. Why the <laughs> yeah, fuck would you want that? Dumb idea. So this shirt that I got though, Chicken on the Hill. Uh, so I walk in and I was like, that's the shirt I want. I don't know what it is, but I want it. It's not like, not, it's not overtly pirate themed, but I like it. So the story with it, and then I'm going to ask you, hated what's up. This is, then I'm it. I'm done. Uh, but so one of the players back in the day, Willie Stargell, uh, used to own a chicken restaurant, like a fried chicken joint. And anytime that he would get a home run in the game, he would just give free fried chicken to everyone. So now it's chicken on the hill. Must be nice being a millionaire and just be like, you know what? I know, right? Chicken's on me, guys. I hit a home run. Eat my chicken. <laughs> yeah. Um, the. Oh, go ahead. Wait, wait. Yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. You're so handsome. Hey, dude. What's up? Thanks. Um, Phoenix Suns are losing. We're down three to two. So everybody out there, put put some good juju out there. Um, hopefully, we win. This next game, otherwise our season's over and we're probably never going to go back to the finals again. So, that's that. I, let's see, Alyssa and I spent the last couple days together because she uh, starts coordinator training this week. We tried to, That's why we tried to FaceTime you, she wanted to tell you. <laughs> that's so exciting, I love that for her. 
I, yeah, I, also, I, I have beef jerky in my mouth. I got That's a BJ great. in my mouth right now. <laughs> so, yeah, we tried to FaceTime you because she wanted to tell you, but Karma was at work, so doing his doing his thing. I'm going to so, text her right now. Okay, do it. She might have just gotten off, actually. So, so then... There was a story she said, are you going to mention this on the podcast? I think it was because she let me throw ice off her balcony. I think mm. that's what she wanted me to say on the podcast. Because you know how sometimes, like, the ice maker in your fridge, sometimes the ice can get, like, stuck together and yeah, no ice yeah. will come out of the machine, right? And so that happened. And so I was like, well, let me try putting hot water on top of this ice to, like, melt, to get this ice moving so we can get the ice maker out and then whatever and then i did that and then it didn't work and then eventually we left the door open long enough that some of the ice started to melt and she was able to um get the door out get the ice maker out and i don't remember how it happened because i was totally kidding but i said something online she said what do i do with this ice and i think i just jokingly said oh let's throw it off the balcony just like clearly i'm not i'm not a four-year-old i was kidding but she, so she started melting the ice in the sink, which is kind of cool. Like, if you ever put a big block of ice and you just watch, like, a perfect circle develop in the Oh, it's ice so mesmerizing, for water. sure, yeah. Isn't it? Um, she just texted me that Carmen texted her. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, she texted you to say that I texted her before that she responded to my text. Okay, mm, now she just texted me back. <laughs> and so... Shout out, Alyssa. That was funny. <laughs> Alyssa! <laughs> Um, shout out to the episode where I said where you worked on the podcast on accident. That's fine. It's happened multiple times at this point. <laughs> so I said, well, let's throw it off. It was a big ass piece of ice. So I said, well, let's throw it off the balcony. Ha ha ha. Joke. She said, yeah, whatever. So she started doing it. And then there was a chunk about as big as this, this little cup and the cup I'm holding up right now for those who, who can't see it. What do you, imagine what you see the cup you'd see your father go for when he gets home to put a little shot of scotch in it you know isn't that what about this cup looks like yeah that that's very similar to that like a whiskey like a drinking yeah, glass like an after work like oh let me just dad's cup you know it's full of milk right now for me so and she gave me that and said you can throw this off the balcony and i was like oh i was kidding but okay <laughs> she said just don't hit a car and so i chucked it into the road I have pretty good. And you hit a car, you know. I imagine I threw it into the road, and it didn't break. I wanted it to just like everywhere, and it did not. And then, like as I threw it, I saw a car coming, and I like ran away, like <laughs> like I was afraid they were gonna see me and say that guy threw ice in the road. Get him! <laughs> so fun, yeah, I got fun story. Embarrassed. Go ahead. No fun story about that. So as a kid, like I was not like a good kid, and me and a couple of friends would hide behind. Uh, fences and throw rocks over the fence trying to hit cars as they drove by. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. sometimes we would throw rocks as hard as we could at windows and then run away. Nice. Yeah, like like dumb, dumb fucking 12, park, 11, yeah. 10 years old kids. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, nothing really else happened. Just kind of, I hung out with Lauren and Sean and Lizzie yesterday. Shout out to them. We got the dogs together and let them hang out and we watched trash TV. Also, remember the show Too Hot to Handle? Yeah, there's a sequel. Yeah, and it's way better. I haven't watched it, but I've like saw a lot of reviews from YouTubers that I like, and they all think it's like ten times better. They got way hornier people, 
so they lose way less, way more money, and they've added some rules, and it's just fantastic. So I'm going to try to watch that, I think, this weekend and catch up and rem- reminisce about when we all lived together. Yeah, when we watched Tiger King, Too Hot to, Tan- Too Hot to Handle, and Love is Blind all back to back to back. Yeah, that was a fun time. Also, um, uh, that song show, Songland. Songland, yeah. If you were on that island, let's just talk about that too hot to handle for a second. Yeah. If I was single and I was just on this island with hot people, I'm just going to fuck. Like, who cares about the money? Like, we're banging. Spoken like a man with money. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, even if if I was making minimum wage and I'm looking like that, I'm like, I'm going to take this out. How many opportunities do I have for someone to fund me going to an island with all these hot people right? to just, like, I'm just doing it. Like, and I cares? know, like, I'm gaining at least 10,000 followers from this minimum. Like, right. you know, so I can make a career out of that. I'd start a podcast, and then immediately, if 1% of my 10,000 followers listen, I at least have 100 listeners, and I'm ready to go. <laughs> right. And that's that's bound to grow as Wait. long as you keep asking yeah, them. Yeah, 1% for the fo- works. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and it's bound to grow as long as you ask for five star reviews and plug your socials like at Dude Thoughts Pod, at Gym Leader Gabe, at Carmen.Gabe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Carmen.Gabriel.Official. Yeah. Um so I think I don't know. I think I'd be able to control myself on one of those shows. I do I do a pretty good job. Especially the way it's set up, like at least on season one, where if you mess up, you like the whole team loses money. Like everybody there loses money. If it was just me losing money, hand jobs all day. Let's go. But if it's but if it's everybody, oh no, I just lost thirty dollars. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, I feel that. But the knowing that I'd get some some followers and stuff out of it. I'm also just is it. Is that what it's like being just that attractive? Are you just always that horny? I don't know. I'm not that attractive, and I'm always that horny. <laughs> That's fair. Maybe it's, it's, it comes as tall. Like you're tall. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, here's here's my thing though. To your to your point, if it was just my money, I would care more. Like if it was just okay, you had sex, so you're losing money. Then I would be like, okay, no, yeah, you're right. I I should just try to, I should try to hold on to that and not have sex with people. But if it's like it's the team's money, like yeah. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what we're playing for. You know the saying, a bird in the hand is worth more than two in the bush. Mm, bush. Like, yeah, like I'm <laughs> I'm going with the for sure sex at over the chance of maybe <laughs> money. That's true. How <laughs> mad you be if you're on this show and you're the only one who didn't have sex? And everybody else, and you got no money and no sex because everybody else, I didn't even think about that possibility. Everybody else had sex and you didn't. And so there's no money and you didn't have sex. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and especially if I'm making minimum wage in this hypothetical bullshit scenario, like what what kind of stupid ass story am I going to tell my friends? Like, hey, I watched you on TV have no sex for a whole season of TV. Mm-hmm. So, yep, that was me. I get bullied forever. Also, speaking yeah. of bullied forever. The, um, there's like memes going now that Hulk hating stairs calls the multiverse. Have you seen that? Uh, no, I have not seen that. Basically, first to start is people blaming La Sylvie for the multiverse. 
because she stabbed the the Kang guy. And then it got to where Hulk's the one that gave Loki the Tesseract because he hated stairs and he hit the door and Loki picked it up, yada, yada, yada. Right? Remember that? Right, so that's, right. That's the, new, yeah. that's the new that's uh, the new blame. And I haven't seen this, but Alyssa told us to me, and I think there's also memes out now. The real blame goes to whoever made uh, the Hulk take the stairs. You know who that was? It was that was Tony? It was Tony Stark. Damn right, it was another another issue he caused. So take that, everybody who likes Tony. He sucks. Yeah, everyone in general, take that. He sucks. Everyone, <laughs> everyone sucks. You know who didn't cause any of those bad things? Star Lord. Yeah, he's done nothing wrong ever. Star Lord is completely faultless. The fault in our Star Lords. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Thanks. Proud of that uh, anyways, so <laughs> this now that we're se- 17 minutes into the podcast, so we had originally intended on doing uh, like a send dudes special because it's been so long since we've actually read them, but we have like no joke, probably a thousand, uh, no, probably not that many, easily like 200 uh, screenshots of people who have either texted us, uh, sent in on Instagram of questions that they want or on our Instagram stories, things like that. So I figured we could take some time trying to go through some of those. I don't have names and locations for all of them, uh, but all the people that are actually included in those screenshots, I'll make sure to shout them out uh, on here as well. So Gabe, are you ready? Yes. You you weren't too enthusiastic about that. Fuck yeah. That's okay. Fuck yeah. Okay. So this one was actually a really good one. This So this is from... Not Kelsey, it's Chelsea from Ohio, wanted to know which celebrity would be your best friend and why. So I'm thinking that the question also would be under the hypothetical situation that you and I aren't best friends in this scenario. (laughs) That's true. So Um, if we had to pick someone else, I think is the question. Who would you pick? Do you know? Um, I think... I feel like I, there, it's between two. It's between two people. Um, I think that I would want The Rock as a best friend because he just seems like he's a fun guy, right? Always, like, he's he's the people's champ, you know? Yeah, yeah, but every time you walk into a room together, people would go, who's that scrawny guy next to The Rock? Well, in this scenario also, I think that The Rock would be my lifting partner. He would, he would want me to get close That's to him, fair. you know? Yeah, you'd be having all those so, pancakes with him and stuff. Yeah, yeah, eating the eating the tequila pancakes with him. So that's that's number one. But I'm I'm trying to think of on the flip side if I would want a female best friend. Um, and I would actually I would actually want Blake Lively to be my my female best friend. Is she still married? Not. Yeah. Well, yeah, she's still married to to Ryan Reynolds. But like, okay. I don't I don't want to be married to her. I don't want to be in a relationship with her. I think she's beautiful and definitely like top ten celebrity crush. But I'm thinking having her as a best friend, she will wingman for you anytime. You think so? I think she would because it's my best friend. She'd be like, oh, what guy, what what girl wouldn't be lucky enough to have my best friend, Carmen? I guess I can't argue with that. Yeah. So who, who would you pick? Let's see. I'm trying to think of somebody who just seems, like, chill, who wouldn't want to, like, do anything too crazy, who'd just be like, you know, let's go to a baseball game. Okay, cool. Trying to think of who that could be. So, I feel like athletes are usually pretty chill, except for like yeah. some like James Harden's always in like fucking Europe getting cocaine off a stripper's ass or something. But 
someone like I feel like LeBron James would be a cool friend. He's kind of a family guy. Um, he's one of those people who's like super motivated. Probably he also like brought his crew up with him and gave them jobs. He didn't just he doesn't get to give them money. He like gives them jobs to be like his like social media people and like stuff like that. So I feel like if I reached out to him and said, "Hey man, like you got anything?" He'd be like, "Yeah, you can be my." No scratcher. I'll pay you a million dollars a year. And anytime, <laughs> I, you just, anytime my nose itches, you got to hey, scratch Gabe. it. Scratch, scratch, scratch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll be I'll be on the sideline at Lakers games, just just ready to go. So I feel like LeBron James would be always cool. one one perfectly manicured pointer finger. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the job description. I have to go on my dollar. On my, <laughs> it's okay. I can afford it. Uh, I have to go get my one finger cuticle perfectly perfectly styled to his liking um other than that if i was picking a girl best friend i feel like i feel like selena gomez is pretty chill so but I could you and be in could you be best friends with selena gomez and not have the temptation to have sex with her yes yes i could i was best friends with you and we never had sex that's a great equal point that has nothing that has everything <laughs> That they're the exact same things in those scenarios. That's a good point. Uh, okay. I love this one. So this one doesn't actually have uh, a person. It might have just gotten cut off, cut off on the screenshot. But this was on um, an Instagram response. So if you ever got a tattoo, what would it be? I'm getting a... Uh, well, I, I don't know if I'm going to officially get it. But I want to get a tattoo for my, my pets. Um, and so I want to get a little hazelnut on my forearm probably and then whenever i get more pets just keep that trend going because i feel like i'll always have a dog that the plan was to get a dog like a puppy by now because hazel's eight and i feel like that's a good like a good age to get another puppy and then by the time that's a good transition age yeah yeah by the time that puppy is eight hazel will be 16 meaning she'll be an old dog (laughs) so that's a good age, and then by the time that dog's eight and Hazel's sixteen, we get another puppy, and just so on and so forth. That's the cycle of life. Um, and so that dog was going to be, hypothetically, it was going to be some sort of collie, or maybe an Australian Shepherd. But I like collies a lot. I like border collies. Um, if I could find a rescue, that'd be fantastic. Um, and then that one's going to be Captain or Bucky. I haven't decided. It's one of the two. And so I'll probably get, like, right here on the forearm, a hazelnut, and then maybe a shield or a star or something, and then so on and so forth for the pets, like, little little things. And then maybe on this arm, if I have a kids, the kids done that one, whatever they end up being. Something, I don't want it to be, like, their name, but if I can think of something, like a nickname or something, like, hey, Badger, like, one of my kids, for some <laughs> I only said badger because of the badger on this cup that I'm drinking out of. Oh, nice. So I was like, hey, badger. I'll get a little badger tattoo and go on and so forth. But I'm going to be a fan of names, like, as tattoos. I understand, like, the meaning, um, and I get that. But I'm just not a fan of them. What about you? I, so also I'm imagining someone, like, showing up to the the tattoo parlor going, hey, I, I want this name. And they go, okay, what font would you like? Yeah. And they're like, nothing too Cosmic simple. Sand. Just like a... Like a Times New Roman, size 12 font. Uh, anyways, so I think, yeah, I would do uh, I would do paw prints. Um, so if Grievous ever dies, if Phasma ever dies. That'll never happen. Yeah, I would do I would do their, their full-size paw print right on the inside of the, the forearm there, you know? Yeah. 
And then what I want to do is have enough room to where uh, maybe the, the kids, maybe their names are inside the paw prints later on or something like that or something is inside the paw print. I don't know. I haven't thought that far off. But yeah, yeah, that's that's what I would do. I, I'm with you on, the, on like the, the sentimental thing. Yeah. I also think it'd be for Hazel in particular and maybe also Captain and all the other ones, I could make it to where... Like the hazelnut, you know how do, what a dog paw paw looks like. There's like a pad and then toes. I was thinking maybe that the pad could be a hazelnut and then there could be toes around it to make it look like a paw print. That makes sense. Yeah, I'd have to see it. I I can explain it, but I'd have to see it. It also could be the other way around where it's a pad and then the toes are hazelnuts. That might be that might look better. But yeah. That would be cool. Also, I don't know how good tattoo artists are. I mean, obviously they have such incredible talent, right? But if I, I'm thinking of it now, like I like that idea. Maybe I do a grievous paw print, but in the middle of the paw print is an actual general grievous. Exactly. With you the lightsabers it. poking out. Yeah. General Kenobi. Yes. Hello I there. This, uh, I went, before we started, we both got some snacks and. I got this Cliff Bar, and I love Cliff Bars, and I haven't had them in a while because I've just been buying what's on sale. And I was like, yeah, I'm at Walmart. Nothing's there's no bogos to tell me what to buy. So I was like, I'll just buy Cliff Bars. Like it's cheaper here, yada yada yada. But I didn't realize I bought like Energy Cliff Bars, and they still taste fantastic. But it's you know almost midnight, so I don't think an Energy <laughs> Cliff Bar is what I need right now. But go ahead. Uh, all right. So this is one that was actually I remember I, I remember specifically screenshotting this one. Uh, because it was an international one. So Cal from Toronto wants to know, $10,000 just got deposited into your account. What do you do first? $10,000 deposited in my account right now. Um... And keep in mind, like $10,000, it's not a lot, but like it is something that, it's not nothing to turn your head at, you know? It's enough that like if you hated your job, you could probably quit and be like, all right, well, this gives me some leeway. I'll pay... Like three months of my rent up front or something like that's probably what I do if I was unhappy with work. Um I'd probably let's say in the scenario I do I am unhappy with work. I would probably just be like, you know, I'm just gonna take a step back, guys. Came into some money, just gonna do some soul searching. Maybe I'll take a I'll apply for some stuff online while like on a just like a like a domestic trip, maybe to go see, make some people in Chicago, or yeah, who the fuck would you go visit in <laughs> Chicago? Uh, my friend Ricky, no, um, and then <laughs> <laughs> go to like Chicago, or just go to Disneyland, or I've never been to California in general, so the Disneyland just makes sense. Um, I think that's really all I do, probably. Maybe pay like use a thousand dollars towards debt and just be like, yeah throw that out there and then i have nine thousand. so i feel like that could at least get you through three months of job looking and like not rushing you know plus whatever you in this scenario i also have money saved because i do have money saved so i'm still that person so i think that's what i do it would just be like you know let me take some time i'll go on a little vacation look for some work on on fucking linkedin or whatever what about you yeah, that's tough. I I feel like the logical answer is pay off debt, you know. Yeah, but that or, was or, or, that's not what people want to hear. Yeah, or like invest it. Like I'm gonna invest it in a, a long term growth mutual fund. <laughs> um, 
high yield savings account. Yeah, yes. Um, so what? What I think I would really want to do is book a trip. I would for sure book a trip. Um, yeah, we're on the same page there. Yeah, but I don't think I would use all of the money for a trip. Like, I think you could do a really dope trip, like fly, spend a couple days somewhere, hotel, everything for like five thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. You don't have to break oh, the easy, bank. Yeah. I would think, and then I would take three thousand. Yeah, but I think I would give my because I would want to have like some really good dinners, like go somewhere, maybe get a, a good fair. steak or a good lobster or something. I don't know. And then uh, what I would do with the other five thousand is I would just go, okay, you know what? What autographs have I really wanted to add to the collection that I don't have right now? And I would just get all the autographs that I wanted from memorabilia for the future man cave, and I would kind of think, think of it that way. That's also a good idea. Also, the probably the good answer for me to be to get a new computer. <laughs> I mean, yeah, actually, I'm going to go ahead and change your answer for you. New computer. <laughs> you buy me a computer with your $10,000? No. Oh, okay, that's fair. It was worth a shot, though. <laughs> On this fictional money that we don't have. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. What's I'd, oh, I'd probably f- get a dog, too. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good, Yeah, I'd, actually, I probably would. No, you could have, your, you could have that answer. I'm going to stick with mine. Okay. Uh, all right. What's your favorite holiday and why? I like Halloween, and I really like Christmas. Halloween I like because... Okay. When I'm single, I like Halloween. But in a relationship, I like Christmas. Because Christmas, you get to do all the coupley stuff, and it's just like, mm, you get these presents, it's just a sweet, like, having a wonderful Christmas time. Um, but when you're single, Halloween's kind of cool, because it's just, it's one of those holidays where you... It's not like, a, all right, we're going to your mom's house for Halloween. You know, it's not one of those kind of holidays. You kind of just get to chill. You could watch a spooky movie if you like that or watch Halloween Town if you're basic. You can get some candy, hang out with some – just get some candy, some kids. I also realized there was one day when we lived together that you guys went out somewhere. I forgot where it was. It was probably Mark and Leah's house or something, and I stayed back. And I was just like, oh, I just feel like staying home today. So I worked out in the garage. I didn't realize it was Halloween. And so, like, the garage was open. So, like, oh, it looks like I'm in, like, my garage is open. So it looks like I have candy. So I don't have, and I don't have candy. So I was like, I have to work out with the garage closed. It's going to be so fucking hot. So I, like, cracked it. And I felt terrible because I could, like, hear kids, like, come up to, like, is this house, like, do they have candy? I can't tell. And I was just like, I don't have candy. Go away. <laughs> I felt like a monster. Kill me. Yeah, kill me. I would say favorite holiday for me, I really like New Year's. I really like the thought of saying, you know what, I'm, everyone has a fresh start. Everyone's got the chance to, you know, New Year, New Me, right? And to me, that's always very empowering. So there's something very empowering about fresh starts. So New Year's has always been a, a big New fan Year's of, is of cool. mine. I, I'm a big, I'm a, I like that. I, I like that answer. Um, yeah, I like that. Good answer. Thank you, thank you. Uh, this one is from Jose out in Iowa, and he wants to know, is there anything that stresses you out that it doesn't stress other people out? I think there's a couple of typos in there, and the, gra- the grammar is not right, but I think the question he's asking is, like, is there anything that stresses you out that it's weird to other people? I feel like, yes, I'm trying to think. I haven't thought about that. Do you have an answer for that one yet? Yeah, so actually it kind of came out on this trip. So, um <laughs> you know how you know how uh Michael is he likes to be at the airport like 4 hours earlier, it stresses him out. Yeah. 
So like for me, if the gas tank is below three quarters or a half tank, I'm I'm completely stressed out. Like anything could happen. We could blow out on the side of the road. We could fall down a ditch, and the AC yeah. could run what out if, or the heat. What could, if all the gas stations for the next ten miles don't have gas? Yeah, well, the, here's the crazy thing. Remember all those times with the hurricanes in Florida? The gas is the first thing to go. That's true. And what if you were on E and then the hurricane was announced and then you're not filling up at all? Right, right, right. I know one. What if mind. you're what if you're on the side of the road in the middle of Illinois and it's a blizzard and you have E and then your tire blows out and you have no cell service? What if? You're freezing to death. Anyways. That's a, that's a lot of what ifs. So that that's that stresses me out. So what, what what about you? I get stressed out talking on the phone indoors. Like, have you ever noticed? Like when we lived together, I used to step outside to take every phone call ever. Yeah. Like I just couldn't talk on the phone indoors, and I don't know what it is. It just stresses. It gives me anxiety. So anytime the phone rings, I I won't pick it up. I'll, like if I don't make it outside before you before, like if it's ringing and I haven't made it outside to pick it up, then I'm gonna have to call you back. Because I just don't like talking on the phone indoors. <laughs> so I I agree though. It's well also like I'm a very loud person, so I, I feel bad disrupting other people. You know. Yeah, I just feel like, what if I want to talk shit and I don't want people hearing me? You know. <laughs> 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 what if I want to be like, oh, Carmen sucks today. Yeah, that dude's a prick. I'm sure there's more. Like I know I have an, a lot of irrational things. Like I'm a I'm a quirky individual, so. I'm sure there's more, but that's my big one that I that I know because it bothers people. Where I'm just like, can I let you go? Because I'm like, I also just can't talk on the phone in front of people in general. I think it's rude, and so I don't want to do it. It makes me uncomfortable. Like whenever I'm at work, and if somebody's with me, like if I have a coworker with me, and nothing's going on, like I don't have to be like I'm not serving them. Like nothing's going on. I just I'll be like, hey, can I call you back? Like I'm I'm busy. <laughs> like I just have someone with me. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyways. So, this is the last one that I think I want to get to tonight. And then just we could take some time and just chat or like whatever, you know? But uh, Johnny out in Seattle had asked, What's the craziest thing slash most reckless thing you've ever done with a friend? With a friend. Okay. I don't think. I know when I was like in high school, my friends and I used to like hang out under an underpass that like was work to get to so like you had to like move over the highway and stuff to get to it so that was pretty dangerous but i guess i can see that reckless that's i wasn't a very daring child i showed lizzie and lauren a picture of me as a kid the other day and they very much enjoyed it you've probably seen this picture but i'll pull it up so you can look at it while you tell yours the baseball one yeah the baseball one yeah we were looking like the next uh Pudge Rodriguez. Sammy Sosa. Oh, I was looking Pudge. <laughs> <laughs> and you were looking Rodriguez. Yeah, I mean, both of those things are true. Uh, the, cra- the, the most crazy slash reckless thing I've ever done was probably, so Steve, I don't know if I've told this story on air before, but Steve and I uh, were in high school and he was going through a really bad breakup. So I was like, hey, like, what, what do we got to do to like help you get through this, right? And he was like, I don't know, break something. And I was like, well, what about instead we just egg her house, right? Oh, my God. <laughs> and Steve was like. who did it. Yeah. And Steve was like, okay, let's do it. And I was like, well, I wasn't expecting you to say yes, but I ain't no bitch, so I'm not, sta- I'm not yeah. stepping down. So we go out for, you know, 
two high school kids in the middle of the night going to a 7-Eleven to buy a dozen eggs. Not suspicious <laughs> at all. So we go and we egg the side of her house and then we dip and then Steve and I are on this high and we're like, oh, that was so awesome. Let's go do more. (laughs) And of course, we didn't we didn't think, no, you know what? We got through it. That was we've we've catharsisized. We've done it. Let's let's go out on top like rat kings. Yeah. So we uh, we go back to the same (laughs) (laughs) 7-Eleven. The guy is the same kid is ringing us out working at 7-Eleven. And you know he knows. Like, it's not like even if we were high, we're not going to go and just crave scrambled eggs. Who, who, like two dozen scrambled eggs? Yeah, if you're a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, anyways, we go back, we get that we get another dozen eggs. And we're like, let's instead of hitting houses, let's drive around and just hit parked cars like idiots. So we drive up to uh, one car, we're throwing eggs, blah, blah, blah. And then one car turns their lights on and follows us. And we're like, oh, shit, this is, we're, we're screwed. So they follow us, and it turns out the guy knew Steve's brother, so he knew where the house was, <laughs> followed us to the house. We get there, uh, or we, we think we lose them at a, at a red light. We get to the house, and they're there. So Steve backs up. Bolts down the street, does like a full uh, race car 360 and turns around. And then we stay at a friend's house that night. And then we go home the next day and Steve uh, parks his car. And as he's showering for work, he comes back out to his car before work. And there's two bricks through the windshield. And then the cops get there and they're like, well, who could have done this? And Steve's like, I have an idea. And then the cop was like, well, why would they do this? And Steve's like, well, we threw eggs at their car. And I was like, Steve, what the fuck? This, that's not, no. Steve is a, uh, yeah, all that tracks is all what I'll say. <laughs> I mean, it was all reckless and it was all stupid. Like, should we have done that? No. We were dumb kids. Yeah, you're kid. But also, like, as, so now anytime Steve says something about, like, eggs, I'm like, oh, man, what if we get, what if the cops call us? Yeah. Oh, so I got a question for you. Answer for you, buddy. What's a baseball question? Shohei Otani, right, is the favorite for MVP this season, naturally, and he, he should be. Right. Um, John, um, what's it, John Smoltz? It's an all-time, like, Braves, Braves legend, Smoltz, something Smoltz. What's his name? Is it John? Yeah, John. Sm- okay, John, John, Smoltz. John Smoltz, Tom Glavin, Greg Maddox. Yeah, they're th- the big three. John Smoltz was an interview, and he said that guy could not pick up the bat again all year and just pitch and still be the overwhelming favorite for MVP. Do you agree with that? I think so. He's had thirty-five home runs still. <laughs> I have. So here's the thing. I don't disagree that he's the MVP. What I have a problem with is if anyone ever, ever wants to say that you need to be on a winning team to be considered for the MVP, then you just go home and fuck yourself and get out of baseball forever because that is a fourth place, borderline fifth place team, and they're not going to the playoffs with Shohei Otani. I get I get what you're saying. I also think you don't need to be on a winning team. I, I think it could be a tiebreaker if you're having two d- good seasons, but one team, especially in baseball, where one player doesn't have as much of a difference as other sports. I'm on the same page there. But I don't think this, his doing what he's doing, 
is the is the argument for that just because he's doing something very different that hasn't been done since i agree i agree he he for sure is doing it on both sides of the ball he is overwhelmingly just so dominant he's so good he's so strong uh very impressive i for sure want to go and buy a shohei otani autograph but my argument would be if people like paul canerco or uh jose abreu over the last couple of, of seasons when the dude hit or or even tim anderson if guys like those aren't getting the mvp accolade recognition that they should because they were on a team that didn't go to the playoffs but shohei otani Wow, I'm just using those you as examples. Name four White Sox. <laughs> well, yeah, because that's it. That's there's there's opposite media bias for the White Sox because everyone in Chicago is like, oh, swoon over the Cubs, even though they haven't won a championship in over a hundred years, an entire won more generation, recently, they? <laughs> they have won one more recently. I'm just saying up until this point. Oh, okay, okay. So like Mike Trout winning MVP every year, that makes sense. He's the best player on the planet. But the problem right. is, is that when you have guys who are Maybe less better, but they actually, if you took them out of that team and then that team no longer wins first place in their division, that's who the MVP should go to. I don't disagree. But um, to, to, to Smoltz's uh, point, yes, Shohei Otani should win MVP, and it's not even it's not even a question. So if he stopped hitting and just focused on pitching and he pitched every five games, you think that's doing that is more than enough to still like he's he's so far ahead that if he did that didn't hit another uh, had no at bats right now he's a four and one record with a 3.21 era let's say how, how many half, starts um it says 14 games so that doesn't sound right but let's that say 14 right he's a yeah. 14 games four and one okay a lot of no decisions <laughs> Right. But so, also, but out of those fourteen games, he's either gone. He's he's left with the lead in right. almost all of those. Yeah. So yeah, that sounds right. So, anyways, let's say he has how many more starts? Would you say? Let's just uh, say. Let's let's say low ball ten. Okay, I was about to say low ball is ten, and he wins just three more, and maybe gets a loss in there. So he'd end up seven and two, and still have thirty six home runs. <laughs> so I think I think he's at thirty six home runs now. That sounds right. Let's see. Uh, 34. 34 home runs based on MLB.com. So, yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. I, yeah. would, like, and I would like to get go, an autograph ahead, from him. That's it. That's the tweet. Yeah. I, I I think I agree. He he should be the MVP. Uh, that's It's without a doubt, not even a question, in the AL. I think that also – Comeback player of the year and AL Cy Young needs to be Carlos Rodon on the White Sox. Uh, The dude was... Yeah, okay. You know what? I have to do it because no one else is. (laughs) Uh, Show your bias. Wow. You know what? I hope the Suns lose tonight. What's your favorite... They're not playing tonight. What's your favorite player, Jose Baez? Wow. That's Javier Baez. There was a Jose Baez, I think. I'm sure there was statistically a Jose Baez somewhere. <laughs> so would you rather? Okay, I'm asking one more baseball question, then we'll stop. Would you rather have Degrom or Shohei? Building a franchise right now. Building a franchise, I I think. Let's say Degrom too. Degrom is more valuable. I think uh, from a from a pitching standpoint, like yeah. is he going to do the offense? Agree. No, but he's, he's still more a, reliable. He's a pretty good hitter too. Yeah, he's batting like nine thousand. 
Yeah, exactly. Well, I think there was a. <laughs> it's it's also very laughable because of how good. It, this is more of a compliment to his pitching than his hitting. But at one point, he had driven in more runs than he'd allowed um, in the season, and and it was like enough of a sample size that that was impressive. It wasn't like one game shut out and he had a one RBI. <laughs> it was like ten games in. So I I agree with you because I think he's just. I think him giving up three runs is an anomaly. Like. He gets up three runs, that's a bad start. And that's like, you can win a lot of games that way. <laughs> yeah. So, anyways, enough baseball talk. Yeah. I uh I actually I, I you know what? I, I think we're I think we're good. I think this was a great time. I, I really was so gl- so glad to see you. Um there's probably some things that we'll have to talk about off air to catch up because you know the world can't know everything that's going on inside of our lives, sure. but um love affair. Yes. Is there anything else that you want to uh, talk about tonight before we wrap up for the evening? I'm good. Thank you, everybody, so much for listening. We appreciate it. We love every single one of you individually. Leave a five-star review if you haven't already, or make a new iTunes account and just leave another one. Um, Follow us. Follow your dreams if you got a dream. Go and chase it, and we will see you all in the next one.